my name is Yvonne Hunter and I'm with Platinum Home Warranty, a sponsor of today's show. If you've not heard of us, we're known for our in-house technicians and high customer service reviews. So check us out on our Facebook page or on our website to learn more about pricing and coverages. Hi, I'm Abe Bodden with Insurance Professionals of Arizona. If you feel like you need better service out of your current insurance or you're just simply seeing your premiums go up month after month, give me a call. You can reach me anytime at 480-254-1749. I'm also available via text if that's an easier option. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the studio. Welcome to the Fueled by Why podcast here at Lister Pro Studio, uh, now in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, the studio moved a little bit ago, um, and it is awesome. And, and if anybody needs any services as far as videography is concerned for their small local business, anything, anything, their wedding, whatever you want, make sure to reach out. Um, but we're excited. We're super excited and kind of, kind of already uh, salivating today for this episode uh, because we're doing an episode with uh, kind of this little, uh, this popsicle sensation that has taken Arizona perfectly into the summer by storm. Um, so we're super excited for that. Um, if you never tuned into the field by Y podcast, um, and this is your first time or your first time listening on any of the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, whatever that may be, the field by Y podcast is, uh, to tell the story, to tell you the why of, of, uh, why people do what they do. Um, it, it, and tying that into their their backstory because um, you may have a story in you you are a pastor um, a popsicle company a painter um, you may have their story but what's deep down is the why behind the story and and that's what this podcast is is for is to tell that why and to hopefully motivate other peoples to find their why because if uh, if they can't find their why, then there's no there's no flame to keep them going. There's no gasoline in their tank, and and that's the that's the interesting part about everybody's lives is why they do what they do because they may do something, um, but it's always intriguing to figure out how they got there and why they got there and why they why they did it. So that's what this podcast is for. Make sure to sh- share, subscribe. Do whatever you can. Um, you know, we're we're just trying to grow this thing organically to motivate others, um, but but tell them relatable stories, and that's that I feel like is the is the best way to do it because uh, telling the stories of people that they can relate to uh, hopefully shows them that they can do that as well. Um, my name is Andrew Augustiniak. Uh, and this show, thank you to all our sponsors that you guys just saw on there. Platinum Home Warranty, uh, Abe Bodden from Insurance Professionals of Arizona, and Seth Banda from Empire West Title. Thank you guys. Make sure you to reach out to them if you guys need any sponsors. We have Anderson, my daughter, in the studio today. You'll see in this back camera, this this background camera. Anderson, Anderson, hey, hey, look, wave, wave to the camera up there. Wave. Wave to the camera. um she's uh she's watching youtube but she wanted to come to to work and to the podcast today um maybe she'll get some popsicles later for it we'll see um but that's kind of the story of of this podcast so again make sure to subscribe thank you to anybody who has subscribed on your podcast platform share it on facebook do whatever you can um we appreciate the support where we're the guests are getting just more exciting as we go so uh, super excited for the future. Today we have 
Blake Bigelow from Local Pop Co. in Arizona. Welcome, Blake. How you doing? Appreciate you having me. No, we appreciate yeah. it. We appreciate it. Here, you're in the car because you got locked out of your office today. Yes, yes. It's a little bit better reception in here, anyhow. So, <laughs> just like that's the life of the entrepreneur. Yep, always in the car. <laughs> so, I I was introduced to to Local Pop Co. and kind of a little backstory. Um, Local Pop Co. delivers these amazingly homemade popsicles um everything from uh i think what was your water, watermelon flavor watermelon lime to you know oreos and cream um it changes with the seasons <laughs> so you know we got a cream uh we got a orange fudge sickle i mean we got we got chocolate fudge we got we got a lot of different flavors in total we've about 20 different flavors that are rotated throughout all the seasons so i i was introduced to local popco um from one of our, our clients and friends at the office um a couple months ago um kara butler she i think she's her and and our friend bianca have gotten you guys um have, have bought the popsicles for for years because you guys were at the gilbert uh, farmers market or something like that and right. uh, I see, I didn't even know about you. And, and so she sent us these popsicles, had them delivered to our office a couple months ago. And I was hooked and I ate the, I ate the cookies and cream. I haven't even tried anything else because once I like, I like something, I just get addicted to that one. And, That's um, funny. and so she, she brought two boxes to our office. Everybody was hooked in the office and, and I reached out to Blake, um, because anything, anytime I, I, I find something cool, um, whether it's a local business or something that somebody does, I always like, I reach out to Blake and I'm like, I got to learn about this. Like, I got to hear the story because how does one go from whatever you were doing to figuring out how to make popsicles and have them be delivered uh, to people's houses? And so we already had one, one comment right now on Facebook. I found a popco through Andrew. My clients might be getting some treats today. And so... Um, so, but that's awesome. And, and so I reached out to Blake, I was like, Blake, come to the office. Like we got to chat because these things are, are legitimately amazing. Um, probably not good to eat every single night and two or three of them. Um, but I started talking to other friends and, and, uh, Blake came into the office and we just chat and, and I just learned about a story and, and I, my philosophy, I was telling Blake is just like, Hey, I just want to learn your story. Cause I want to be, I want to be a, a springboard. I just want to, I want people to know about it, who I know, you know, that feeling of like, I want everybody I know to know about local pop goes. So that's, that's kind of how I may met Blake, but Blake, give us like the backstory. So before popsicles, like what did you do beforehand? You know, where you grew up and how does that lead to popsicles? Yeah. So it's kind of funny and I appreciate you know, that you're trying to find the why, because, you know, it's not how I built it. It's, it's why we built it. And it, that's where it has to start. And I mean, honestly, I just saw kind of, kind of a little bit about my background before I get into why I started it and, and, and all that. But, um, so I, I lived in Washington state, um, you know, didn't necessarily eat popsicles, but what's really cool is I think all of us can relate because we've all had popsicles as a kid, you know, as kids growing up. It's something that's been around since, you know, the early 1900s. 
um, you know, it, what, what's really interesting about it is, um, it, it just came randomly. Um, you know, I currently own a, a exterior paint company. Um, I'm co-owner with my partner and, uh, I've been doing that, you know, for over 10 years now. And, you know, when I tell people, yeah, I also have like a, a little side business, you know, doing popsicles or making popsicles, they kind of laugh like what? That is so random. <laughs> like why, why would you, well, not like, why would you do that? But I, I kind of need to know why or what, what, are, what do you, what do you mean you make popsicles? Um, and this business, I mean, where it all kind of got started from was we were visiting our, um, my brother and his wife in, in Texas and, there's a local popsicle company there and they just did a great job, you know, displaying the, you know, a great atmosphere and, and, you know, sold popsicle and water. It was that simple. And the line was, you know, super long. Uh, it was just a really cool atmosphere, really cool location. And the popsicles were great. And it just made me think like, why in Arizona don't we, we do have popsicle companies here, but why don't we really have something like this? Yeah. That was back in 2017. Okay. Uh, so it's been it's been a quite a couple of years, and I I just thought, okay, what is the easiest way to uh, kind of test the market and and see if people like these and and getting them in front of people. So I found a 1960s you know food truck. It's one of those they call them step vans. Uh, they're really small. They're only about like 11 feet long. Um, they look just like a food truck, but they're like miniature. Yeah. And I converted that into like a little popsicle, um, food truck. And every Saturday we, we went to the, the farmer's market, uh, in old town Gilbert, which is where I'm at currently. Um, I'm actually right next to it. And that's exactly what we did every Saturday, just testing the market and people's responses were, were super, super good. And we're excited about it. And, and it went off. It kind of started from there. How does one go from owning a painting business to pop school? I mean, painting pop school is the two P's, but like what, uh, you know, you're doing There's the, the how and the why. Yeah. yeah like, like, like how did you take any principles from running the painting company to making popsicles and, and how did, did you start making them? in your garage and how did those first attempts go? Like, I mean, obviously we make popsicles with, with kids and stuff like that, but like, what, like, did you just look at this differently? Like explain that, like, did, were there, were there principles that you took from the painting company? I mean, the painting company, uh, you know, we catered to 90% homeowners and, you know, it, it definitely, it definitely helped uh, starting, starting from there. And it, and obviously the painting company is what funded it. Yeah. Um, painting isn't my passion. Um, I, I, I love the business. I'm grateful for what it's done for me, but I, I knew that I couldn't necessarily start a popsicle company, uh, maybe something that simple or something like that from the beginning that would have helped me advanced quicker. So I kind of had, I knew that the painting company would help me with any venture down the road. And I think that's important for people to understand that, you know, if you are doing something that you're not extremely passionate about, but if that thing that you're doing will help you get to what you're passionate about, that's, that's something they got to keep in mind, you know? 
Um, I knew I, I did a ton of research, you know, about it's probably almost a year prior to starting the popsicle company with how much was everything going to cost. Yeah. Um, what I was going to do kind of what the game plan was and yeah, things change, but you know, I am definitely grateful that I had the pain company to, you know, not, not just, you know, support it financially, but all, you know, to obviously give me that experience as well. Um, well, it's, it's interesting. You, you say that about the, uh, you know, the painting company, not your passion, but you understood it was a, it, it was going to lead you to that passion. And I think one thing, you know, you hear nowadays, which is awesome, is that the younger generation, um, they don't, they don't stay in a particular line of work or a job for, you know, 30, 40 years, like, uh, like our parents and their parents and, and, and right. what they did. And nowadays, you know, you have people who kind of are going from one thing for a few years to another uh, thing for a few years, which is, it's good to find, it's good to see, because at least hopefully the people who are doing those are, are doing it for the reason of finding, you know, what actually makes them happy, not simply just because it, they get bored of something because there's two ways of going about that. You're either doing it to find your passion or you you just get bored. So you give up and th and there's a very fine line between just giving up or moving on to the next thing because it's, you're, you're getting one step closer to, to finding happiness. But I think those people who, whether you're on the fine line of just, you're the quitter who just goes to the next job or you're looking, you're, you're doing it because you're you're leading to find that passion you're trying new things the right. one thing you have to remember is you have to i think this generation wants it and they want it now and right. you do have to be patient and understand that no you have to go through some crap jobs you have to you have to maybe do some things that don't make you happy to get to that point and i right. think that's where a lot of people miss that fine line is 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 they they're not willing to sacrifice and i think that's the the cool part about you is like you understood that and you got that and and when i say sacrifice like a true you know entrepreneur nowadays is kind of that cool word it's a cool you know it's a cool thing uh -huh. but but what people don't realize when you're starting a business or anything like that like it's you have to sacrifice and work that st that st uh, stable job that provides until you can get to the point. But that means that if you're building that other side business, like you have late nights, you have lights till you're up at two in the morning. Like that's called true sacrifice, and that's what a key a true entrepreneur does. And for anybody watching there who is in in an entrepreneur uh, business, uh, whether they're self-employed or they're 100% commission or they have to build their own business, like. You have to ask yourself if you're not succeeding, um, am I actually p sacrificing? And that's the, that's I love that you said that about the painting business because you you understand that. So then, so then what happened? Like how were that first the first popsicle batches? What did you do different? Like what did you change? Were there just some terrible recipes that you're just like we're never doing this? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So literally, I mean, my wife she she's the one that did all the ingredients and figured out the recipes but she doesn't have you know necessarily like cooking experience or yeah i mean she knows how to cook obviously but she doesn't have experience with popsicles and creams and and you know 
the ratios and what's <laughs> going to be icy, what's not. And, and there, there's so many different, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a science and there's a lot of trial and error. I mean, it took us six months to basically create something that was, that was pretty much edible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And different sizes, uh, I imagine too. Different what? Different sizes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't know what's cool about the molds is you can pour according to like what size you want, but yeah, like it's this too big, it's too small. I mean, and, and in any business you can get distracted in, in the details. I mean, there's so many different options and things you can do. So we just tried to simplify it. So we literally just created six flavors and stuck to the six flavors and just switching them out. Yep. There they are. So those are the, those are our first six flavors that we actually created um, three years ago. And uh, what we did was is we and 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 kind of going back to like we said about sacrifice. I actually used our house. Um, we live in Old Town Gilbert, and I have a carport that I literally framed in to create uh, a basically like a shop. Uh, where where we could make these popsicles, I probably shouldn't be saying that because you're not supposed to do that. But <laughs> I did it beginning because we didn't have a business. Yeah, it was just a, we didn't even have a concept. It was it was just an idea and it was just trial and error. But I, what one thing that machine I have though, you have to have a high voltage uh, commercial voltage. So I had to get an inverter. It's a ginormous inverter that creates enough energy for that machine to turn on and it is huge and i had it at my i had it inside of the inside of this patch you know garage so like i said it wasn't like a a a cool pretty situation literally i have windows that go into my carport i would open a window to get inside of the (laughs) of the carport area where we would make the pops and and put them in freezers that was just for farmers markets, um, you know, on every Saturday. So it wasn't like we were doing high production or, or doing a lot. But I had to start somewhere. We had to make the sacrifice and do it at our house, um, you know. And we were and we were making them on our kitchen. And we have marble countertops. And so, what what does limes and lemons do to your countertops? Well, they destroy them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we've sack, you know, so we've had it, we did it in the kitchen and we learned that, oh man, it's eating away our countertops. You have solid unpermitted additions. You have eroded yes. countertops, but yes, now, now <laughs> that's not the case. Obviously we're in a get licensed, you know, commercial yeah. kitchen facility, but, but you, you know, you, we had to start somewhere and you know, we, we weren't, we were wanting to play it safe. And, and I think it's important that people know that, that, you don't always want to play it safe in your idea, but you do want to play it safe in business because you can go out of business very, very easily yeah. uh, by making the wrong choice or spending too much money on, on just starting out. You know what I mean? Um, so we kind of had to fake it till we made it type of a thing. And it took, you know, three years to, to do that. Yeah. So, so then how does that, how does that transform? Obviously you guys did the farmer's market, you know, you, you, you stayed very simple for, a while but then what changed and and did you have delivery in your mind the whole time like how did where did you see this going did you see did you see grocery stores start carrying it or did you see have the delivery thing in the back of your mind for a while what how did this how did that transform to del- delivery to people's houses so it <laughs> 
it honestly it, it definitely wasn't my plan in the beginning to ever do delivery uh literally it was going to go from a food truck to to retail uh you know centers uh eventually and it, it I, we did take a, a little bit of a, a break for about a year just to kind of wait and see what is the best thing to do um just because we knew i mean with with everything that's happening in the world like even just a year ago before you know the pandemic and all that mm -hmm. there's a lot of changes happening and there's a lot of things that you see going away there's a lot of things that could change and occur and, and we were just wanting to be aware and eat, and just wait um and to be honest with you a year ago we started building out we did see though that like i said two years into it we finally saw okay we pr we want to go delivery with this because we feel like that's going to be the best option and and it's a unique concept with popsicles i don't i mean i don't know any that do you know local delivery and it's kind mm -hmm. of odd but you know we we saw that nobody was doing it um so we actually started building this website about a year ago so the website that we have on there which which displays the delivery we we, we planned it we it was a slow building process just because like I said, we weren't, we were just kind of waiting and literally, you know, six weeks ago before they closed everything here, the pandemic had occurred, you know, you know, in other countries, but literally once it got to the U S we were about to launch it mm -hmm. and we stopped. So literally the day we we're about to launch it, everything closed. It was that the timing was that weird. And we decided to wait two weeks after and we we're like, well, we got nothing to lose so we we launched it finally and uh it 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 kind of blew up after that so we were, we were really grateful that we waited and and the timing was was just right to do it everything happens for a reason and plus you probably got to give a little, let's give a little shout out to all the og local popco customers from all the farmers markets right because those are probably when it launched, those people were shouting to the rooftops like, hey, we've been getting these people for forever. I know I when I posted about it that first time, I had people be like, oh, yeah, we got those at the farmer's market all the time. So it's like. And, and to kind of back up what you just said, hadn't it been for our customers at the farmer's market, which I, I appreciate all of you that that supported us during that time. Hadn't it been for having that base, um, it would have been I don't think it would have blown up or done what it did um you know what i mean people would have been like oh it's popsicles but are they good you know at least we had some people that had them we have a little technical difficulty with my daughter <laughs> i don't know here sorry everybody this is what happens when you bring your daughter with you huh <laughs> um all right so with with it now people can go online Instagram uh, website and order pop schools by the by the dozen 10 to 12 <laughs> hold on pause everybody all right we're back we're back that's what happens when you bring your daughter to the show it's just that's the reality right there hey that's that's awesome reality is <laughs> great um, all right so so now you guys introduced a new flavor the other week um, People are ordering like mad. Where are you guys delivering? How's business now? Do you still do the farmer's market? Kind of give paint everybody the picture of the here and now. Yeah, so um, so we currently, kind of going back to the bag size, so we currently are actually gonna 
it shows on our site and we just posted this just as of a couple days ago. So we're doing the six to eight in a bag. Um, you can get it in a bag that we have a little cute bag, or you can get it in the uh, 10 to 12, like you were saying in a box. Uh, so we're making it where people with, you know, maybe smaller families or individuals that don't want 10 popsicles, they can get, you know, at least six. Where are you guys, um, where are you guys delivering? And we're delivering, um, pretty much valley wide. Um, and, the only place that we're not delivering to yet is Buckeye. That's pretty much <laughs> it. So we do go as far as, you know, you know, all the way to Queen Creek, Santan to all the way to Anthem. And we go all the way to Peoria, Avondale. Uh, so we're, we're, we're pretty much everywhere and we will be in Buckeye. I'd probably say in the next like two weeks. What difficulties when you, when you brought in the delivery game, um, what difficulties did you face and how did you overcome those? I'm sure with, with popsicle and, and and things that are perishable, you've had those those things to to deal with. Like, have you ever had a, a freezer just melt and every popsicle just go bad? Like, with the delivery, what did you face? And have have there any been has there been any other times where something like that happened? Absolutely. Um, in our commercial kitchen, we've we've had you know freezers with you know a couple thousand popsicles just you know it. it uh, breaker blue and the pops are completely melted and we show up the next day to take it to an event or I mean this this was like a, a while ago now we have you know now we're set up better to where that that shouldn't happen obviously but yeah I mean we've had we've had all that you know we use dry ice right now for our deliveries and and sometimes you don't have the dry ice dispersed out enough sorry you there yeah we're my phone on just not disturbed i don't know why it's still coming through <laughs> no, you good um but yeah we've had issues with uh with that and and even what's been what's been great about the delivery thing when we did start it was the people being home so the, avail the availability uh, availability of people has been great obviously that's that's changing mm -hmm. i apologize <laughs> sorry about that uh it's changing and now we're gonna have to like adapt but we just started off super simple, super slow. We weren't valley wide from the get go, you know, which wouldn't have been smart. We, we literally just started in, in Gilbert and Mesa and it just kind of grew with each week as we could, as we could expand. Um, so we tried not to, you know, put the cart before the horse and, and, and so far it's, it's been pretty easy uh, to grow and, and we've had a lot of people working with us. So it's been great. What advice, would you have to somebody who who may be in the position that you were a couple of years ago where they have uh, whether they have another business or work for another employer and and have some little side hustle like what as you are growing local popco um, and I'm sure you want to expand um, later on but what advice would you have for somebody three years behind you you know, everybody's uh, situations are, are a little different. You know, do they have kids? Uh, you know, do you have a family? Do you, do you, you know, do you absolutely despise what you do? I mean, th there's, there's a lot of things like that. In with what you're doing, are you able to grow within that position or, or is that business something you want to be in for a lot of years? I, I think everybody's, situations are different however i think it's it's great to start planning and obviously 
you know, trying, trying to create something, you've got to start somewhere. Yes. It's, and then, like you said, sacrifice is key, you know, depending on your situation, no business is, is, is easy. And especially in the beginning, and it takes a lot of patience and it doesn't, it doesn't just happen overnight. Um, I think it, I think your luck can happen overnight, but to get there, it can take, it could take years, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like with us, you know, it, it, it's been a, it's been a a long, and and like you said, I, I would drive the the food truck and it's a 1960s food truck could break down when I would drive it to an event and I'd have to call, you know, Joe, my, my tow guy to come pick me up and take me into the event. I mean, and there's so many, there's so many things that can go wrong, obviously, but that's just part of it. And, and I always feel like, you know, just depending on your situation, once again, you gotta, you gotta, you know, protect yourself, but it's going to require some risk yeah. and you gotta be willing to, you know, take those risks and try to make them as calculated as possible, even though you can't predict everything. So that's perfect. Yeah. Um, if anybody has any questions or, or, or just wants to kind of chat with Blake, make sure to reach out to him. Blake, thank you for for coming on today. Um, we're out of time now, and I'm sure you're. It's Friday. I'm sure popsicle sales are are about to uh, explode on this Friday, going into the weekend, the holiday weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been really, really busy. It's been great. We appreciate all the support of everybody, and uh, we're excited. Well, thank you, thank you, uh, you guys. Make sure to go show local popco some love. Go onto their website. Go to Instagram. Um, go put it in your order, uh, get it before they sell out because I've experienced one time where all the cookies and cream was sold out. And I personally love the cookies and cream. So if you, if there's any, any popsicle that I would recommend, it's the cookies and cream. Cause that thing's game changer. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but make sure to reach out to them, go follow them on Instagram, put in your order. Um, and, uh, and then make sure to subscribe to the field by wide podcast on all your platforms. Um, I'm a passive listener to podcasts, so that's what I do most of the time. Um, thank you again to our sponsors, empire West title, platinum home warranty and insurance professionals of Arizona. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Lister pro studio, uh, for producing an amazing show for us. Blake, have a great weekend. Um, go make thousands of popsicles. Thank you for inspiring others and showing them that, uh, that a side hustle can turn into something amazing guys. My name's Andrew Augustiniak. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll catch you next week.